Hey everybody, what's going on? You are listening to the Playing On Podcast. My name is Carl Markowski, and thank you for joining me. Uh, I, I want to bring this in uh, pretty much right off the bat. Uh, we lost a, a big part of the paintball community, not only with friendship, but I think just overall vision and uh, direction. Uh, we lost Tim Montressor, and... He was not only a good friend, uh, which he seemed to be with everyone that he interacted with, that he had some type of, you know, if he was in your life at all, he was a friend and he was so helpful and he was just, he was a, an amazing person um, and just so wise beyond his, beyond his years and had a, a great head on his shoulders and a great vision for what he wanted to do and bring back and resurrect uh, as far as the the ten man mechanical movement, um, but yeah, it's sad, man. It, it's really sad, and it kind of rocked everybody. I mean, just by just by what you saw online, on individuals, on uh, individuals, uh, social medias, company social media, uh, just everywhere. He affected everybody, and in such a positive way. And you cannot say enough nice things about I feel like I've never heard a negative thing about Tim I mean he, it's true man besides he he's so competitive he was a leader he was a, um, a leader on and off the field he had wonderful structure to the way he taught and just conveyed himself uh, he's just a great human being and it's it's a huge tragic event uh, losing Tim and uh, I don't think anybody could replace his shoes. And I'm very fortunate to be able to uh, to know him and have uh, called him a friend. So it's uh, it's very sad. And uh, please rest in peace, Tim. We we will miss you, good bud. Ah, all right. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Charm City Paintball, guys. If you're in the game for some headgear, I'm telling you, you have to look out for Charm City Paintball. They are coming out. Well, they. Mike, he's a person. He's doing all of this by hand. Every single headband that comes out of Charm City is individually sewn, cut, prepped. Anything that involves a headband is through Mike's hands. And he does some amazing work. I mean, the the, the, the quality and the, the, the sewing precision. And it's, I mean, every one is pretty much custom made. And uh, he will work with you on if you do want something custom but he, he always has all kinds of headbands coming out all the time um, they're amazing stuff man everybody is just so excited whenever they get it and and i hear it all the time that people love the headband so i'm, I'm really glad because the guy works his ass off and uh, he makes some amazing stuff and uh, we're collaborating at the moment on some headbands so make sure to keep an eye out but um yeah, Mike does a great job. Make sure you hit him up on uh, this Charm City Paintball on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, we are also brought to you by Melavio. That's a CBD company who has all your needs covered as far as CBD products. They have edibles. They have uh, topicals. Uh, they have capsules. All kinds of stuff. And if you're at all interested in trying it, 
I highly recommend the uh, the topical salve that uh, that I enjoy using. But they also have, if you if you don't like that, they have the uh, the oils. Uh, they have these uh, 10 milligram gummies that are delicious, and and it works, man. I I, I like I said before, uh, and I will keep saying I use the salve on my knees, on achy joints, on achy muscles. And uh, I also have the flower that uh, that I take before bed. Um, I usually I usually take a couple hits of that before bed, and then I'm I'm relaxed. I have a clear mind going into uh, going to sleep, and it just works. It relaxes me. It kind of eases my uh, my anxiety, and it, it helps out a ton. So make sure you head over to melavio.com uh, and. If you type in the promo code capital TPOP, you will get 15% off your order. So make sure you guys take advantage of that promo code. Thank you so much, Melavio. Uh, so this episode, first off, I have to apologize. Uh, some of the audio is kind of going in and out in the first and last like 10 minutes. Uh, we had to kind of switch between devices. We didn't really have the greatest connection, but uh, bear with us. Um, it does get better. And... Uh, but this young man, uh, Cody Smick, he is from Ohio. He came up through the Tipman Effect camp, uh, paid his dues, got onto the vicious uh, wagon, and was killing over there, and eventually got on Dynasty. And I believe he was one of the first Midwest kids to get on Dynasty. I mean, young. He was. He was like. He said he was 16 or 17 at the time, or something. And and um, yeah, he. he Got on Dynasty and was killing it for Dynasty, and it was it was cool to see. And he kind of cut his uh, his career a little short, life decisions. And uh, but he has an amazing story, and it's it's pretty much a you know a shelf example of you can do whatever you want to do if you put your mind to it. And uh, it's really cool. It was really cool to hear his story because I didn't know it exactly. And I'm uh, he messaged me uh, last week and I gotta get you on the podcast just because uh, I haven't heard your story. So I was able to get him on. So I really hope you guys enjoy it. I know you will. But this is the uh, this is the podcast with Cody Smick. All right, better. Mm-hmm. All right, dude. How you been, man? Good, good, been? man. How are you? Just chilling, man. Just, just getting older, you know. Just, uh, yeah. Doing that, that whole nine to five gig, you know. Yeah. Uh, sticking to it. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Unfortunately, it does happen. Yeah, so, I like the, I like the shirt. It's very uh, golf coursey. Yeah. Well, actually, it's a very Panama Beach City ish. Uh, I just got back last weekend. So. <laughs> oh, nice, dude. How was um, it? Oh, uh, it was great. My mind's definitely still there for sure. Yeah. One hundred percent. Right, dude. Yeah, I I can't imagine uh, traveling now with uh, there's just a chaos. Well, on one hand, I feel like it would be so nice traveling because I feel like there's not very many people traveling. But then on the other hand, I just don't want to catch anything. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So uh, just a little, I guess, uh, advice for people traveling out there. Uh, the major like uh, vacation spots. I mean, they are rocking and rolling just like normal. I mean, you'll, you'll, you'll get, I know, it's kind of scary. Uh, you'll get the, uh, you know, the waitresses and stuff like that that are, you know, they, they'll have masks on, but half of them don't, you know what I mean? But everything else is pretty much open for the most part. About that money. 
you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, and I heard that, I heard the cases and everything are going up too. Yeah, yeah. Sure enough, sure. Enough. Everything's okay. <laughs> Continue normal, and then the cases yeah, just back up. So. <laughs> yeah, nobody cares. Everybody just wants to row all over each other anyway, and just yeah. go yeah. on with their lives. And you know, yeah. if you get something, you get something. And you, you know, I, I uh, you know, I'm sure you played in puddles when you were little, just like I probably, I just, I know I did. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I feel like the more you get exposed to it. Yeah, but, uh, you know what I mean. You just you just got to get exposed to it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, For sure. But yeah, I love all, I love your I love your setup back there. Like awesome. Just, nostalgia just hit me. Crazy. Oh, yeah. Hang on, <laughs> hang on. I got to show you something. <laughs> so this is the this is one that I've had on the wall ever since I made it. <laughs> nice, dude. Nice. Yeah. Hell, yeah. Hell yeah. Throwback, dude. So this is, I don't know if you can give me a little background on this jersey, but I have had this one on the wall, and it's nice. It's the, it's the old school where it's actually like the heat press and everything. And, yeah. Um, trying yeah. to see yeah. if. Well, I remember that one vividly. Yeah. Um, that was the second season on Dynasty. Um, and uh, that was, yeah, that was the second version of the, of the Cody Smith dynasty version that i had there you nice, go big, nice there big you hole go. in it in the arm <laughs> yeah, there you go you, you can't have a jersey without some wear and tear right <laughs> well that's when you that's when that's when you know they're game worn or practice worn or whatever i mean that's what i like those kind of jerseys where they're like they got a little bit of a you know a little bit of a story to them because you know it's not just like a hot press kind of Right, a burn and turn. Exactly, burn. burn and turn. This one actually had some had some burn to it. Yeah, yeah, had some uh, had some uh, uh, some game history with it too. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? <laughs> so, this, well, so this was your second year with Dynasty. Um, yeah, yeah, that was the second year. The uh, actually, you know what? I take that back. No, that was the third year. That was the third year, or it could have just been the third version. We, we uh, made, made had a, a, a rollout for like World Cup type uh, jersey. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know which ones? Uh, you know which ones I liked. That you guys had were the uh, were this. I liked this style. This this jersey in particular, it, for me, is like the nostalgic like dynasty jersey, right? Uh-huh. Of like the dragons, all you know, dragons on the front and the back and everything, and then the logo, but the the big names and everything on the back that yeah, yeah, JT uh, used to do. Your, your your typical JT type yep. type name. You know what I mean? Definitely for sure. For yeah. sure, I, I like that one because it had a lot of contrast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, a lot of you know, very, very, uh, very. Uh, it's not not too too much going on, and very, very. Uh, um, uh, the the whites define all the detail. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah. I like I like the ones too that had the they were the yellow. Yeah. Do you yeah. remember that? You remember that was, those ones? That was my first one. It just said Cody. Yeah, we're like we don't have a last name. We're just real Cody. <laughs> those are the sweet ones, dude. I made. I remember when I was on Avalanche. Hi, this is Mimi. This is uh, this is our our uh, nine year old. They have Carl. Hello, <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> I used to play handball with Carl when we we grow up. I've known him for uh, pretty much over twenty years. Yeah, dude. Oh my god, forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right around twenty years, I'd say. Old enough for both of us to have kids and talk about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. <laughs> we'll do that one on the next podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, but uh, but what I liked about these jerseys too was that they were, as far as the the makeup and the material, super simple, right? You just had like yeah. a mesh side, and they were nice and 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 light. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and because you know jerseys eventually developed into these ones with having like padding and this yeah. and that it's just like yeah. oh, just give me i just want a, just give me a jersey just yeah give me yeah. like a just yeah. a nice super duty. slick super heavy duty um you know it's like guys we're, we're wearing pads under these i mean don't you know I that know. like <laughs> i mean for for the position that me and you played i'm yeah. sorry but a little bit of a uh foam cushioning in a in, in a elbow is yeah. gonna my elbow's gonna rip to shreds well, you're gonna have people. You're gonna have people on two sides, right? You're gonna have people who are gonna be like, the more padding, the better, no matter what position, because you know, if I get that bounce, I get that bounce. But then for me, I'm like, I want to be comfortable. I don't want to feel constricted. I want to yeah. feel comfortable, flowy. That's what helps me like move better. So yeah. of course, I would want something like that. But I, um, back to uh, Avalanche. When I was when I was at Avalanche, we were at I think we were at Warp Sports, and we just did this like a quick i was like i asked i well, I, my more or less begged uh ed poorman i was like dude let me make let me make like a, a short run of like special edition jerseys and I, I think these ones had like a red background with black letters on the oh, on the okay. names awesome. i wish i, I, I would have kept that one man <laughs> i have so many of those like i wish i would have kept that one but you know it is what it is it's in better hands i'm sure but, uh, speaking of which um i uh we for some reason or another, I had the the, uh, the jersey transfer on, on you know your end. I, I don't think I, I had ever gotten a jersey from you. So uh, eventually, one, one of these days, one of these days, uh, battle battle tested or not, you know, I definitely would. <laughs> I, I, you know, I have one of Wooskies. You know, I have a, a several others. You know what I mean? So uh, my yeah. collection is not as vast as yours. Um, mm-hmm. de- definitely, you know, for all those, especially for all those kids out there, uh, for you know the, that brotherhood that you get playing with players as you go up through the sports, up through the ranks. That's yeah. definitely one thing I regret. I, I definitely could have taken more care and been more uh, tentative to those type of relationships and being able to share that bond down the road. You know what I mean? I, I, right. It'd be great to have all those jerseys up behind me right now for the same video. You know what I mean? But I can't say that right now because they're stored away, you know, in, in, a, in a box right <laughs> now. And it, it, it kills me, you know? And yeah. uh, so I definitely recommend that for any, any of those you know, up and comers that are, are building those new bonds, new relationships. Um, that highly recommend it for sure. 100%. Yeah. Well, luckily you have the stories to go along with it, right? Yeah. So like you have the physical material of, of what you have, but you you know, if you like, I, I have like, obviously this is mainly my collection. Like I, have, I don't have very many after this, like <laughs> I can fit one on my wall is what I have. Um, <laughs> But you have a bunch of stories because I think back, I was like, man, I should have got more jerseys. But like, I I got plenty of stories that I, you know, yeah. that I have that I can kind of go back to. Um, yeah. What is your favorite jersey that you have at the moment? Oh snap! Uh, so it's a good question because I was thinking about it when we started talking about this. Um, <laughs> I, I can't show you right now because it's not on me. Uh, it's not on my person right now. But uh, but. I, I was going to comment my favorite dynasty jersey that I've had, uh, and it's my. So I have two favorite jerseys. One, which will go down infamously, is probably one of the most known jerseys, is the traditional vicious jersey. Ah, t-shirt. So, uh, it's a t-shirt. Yeah, it's a long, <laughs> it's a long sleeve t-shirt. It's, it's, it's cotton. And if you wear it for more than five times, it is going to look like rags. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but it is just you know so iconic for um for for, for me 
So, you know, that, that sticks out, you know, and I remember just, uh, drawing doodles on, on my, you know, note, notepad in school, you know, just making that iron cross, you know, mm-hmm. uh, so, and very simple, you know, the, most of the times in most cases for something iconic, you know, think of McDonald's, you got the golden arch. Yep. That's it. You know what I mean? So, you know, uh, kiss, keep it simple, stupid. It sticks out. It's very memorable. Um, so that would probably be my favorite Jersey. Um, the, uh, the second most favorite jersey that I own is, you know, insert name here, but it is the second version of the jersey that I got of Dynasty, which was predominantly black, had very little blue, faded to black, uh, but the dragon eyes hmm. were red, where they were red and it was a little bit heavier material. But those ones, I think, look look the nastiest. Um, yeah. And, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll find it. Uh, it's pretty much my my practice play jersey that I use if I ever play it. That's the one I go to. Um, mm. It's my it's my personal favorite. You know, like I said, insert the name here. But um, I'll send you a picture after this. That way, if, if you wanted to post it down below, like in a link or below, uh, the, you know, your viewers will know what, what I was talking about. Um, yeah. that, that one for sure, for sure, definitely. Nice. Um, the uh, but yeah, the definitely the, the vicious one stands out for sure. You just I mean, that, that, that thing was tough. As simple as it was, it was people were, were afraid of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. That was uh, definitely an iconic, mm-hmm. um, iconic piece of paintball history, for sure. All right, there we go. <laughs> but yeah, that, the, those vicious, uh, vicious jerseys were insane. I mean, they were just super, like you said, super simple, and but but they were they were bold. Is yeah. is a big thing? Is that you like? You noticed what it was, and it just kind of like stuck. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And you, and you were pretty much blacked out head to toe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, definitely, definitely. Uh, <laughs> it, I, I, you know, I would have been, I'd have been uh, <laughs> not looking at some bright, you know, bubbly, colorful team on the other side. You're looking at like dark horses. You yeah. Know what I mean? uh, but uh, but yeah, definitely. Definitely love those ones for sure, for sure. Mm. Uh, I'll definitely get you that picture of that uh, of my, my favorite uh, jersey, the, the for sure version, uh, Dynasty version 2.0 that I had. Oh yeah. So let's let's talk about it. Let's 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 go to the beginning. Let's figure out because we've uh, we're both from Ohio, yeah. um, and we both kind of but but I mean we kind of grew up in the same camp, but we didn't because it was like we we had it, it was. I, I don't know. It was hard to explain because like we were so close, but yet so far from it, each other. It was, it was such a weird path. Yeah. I know. I know exactly what you mean. Um, I think uh, I have a pretty good idea how to explain it. So like on any given weekend, I would be there. And then the next weekend you would be there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I would see the same group of people just on off weeks. You know what I mean? So the same tight knit group of people, we both went up through Titman. You know what I mean? I remember playing you at uh, Toledo Indoor Paintball, and I, I told you the other night, I was like, shit. I'm like, because I, I, remember, I remember it very, very vividly, Carl. So <clears throat> we, were, um, we were on, obviously, inside tip. Uh, Which was dark. Paintball. It was super it was, dark. It was super <laughs> dark. Terrible and lighting. Super dark. And, and, and we, we had a little scuffle in the center 50. Ooh. And, and, and I remember... Um, I remember I was posted up on you. I was in the center 50. You were like, 
mid 45, right close, like real close to me. And the first time where I was like, shit, he's going to be good is when I was posted on you and you did a over the top and then down and then to the outside. And so I didn't expect you to come right back out on the side. So you show, you showed me the top and then you pop right back out on the left. And I can't remember though. I can't, this is the only part I can't remember. You either shot me or I barely, barely missed it. But it was at that point I was like, okay, he, he thinks outside of the box. That's what you're supposed to do. Never, never come out the same place twice unless you're in like some type of heated gun battle. But you know, right then and there, I was like, oh shit, here we go. <laughs> here we go, man. Here we go. I swear you were going to tell me a story of how you blew my head off. And I was like, <laughs> I, I can't, I can tell you. It's so funny. I can tell you, uh, same exact scenario. We were at practice in uh, California. It was, uh, I'm not sure if it was your first or second year on excessive, but we had a practice in San Diego. Uh, was, uh, the one near the gun range. It was like I had just gotten on the team. Uh, Probably 05. It was, yeah, 05. It was my yeah, that was my, that was my first official year with the team because I played I played 04 World Cup with them. That was my first event with them. Uh-huh. And then I played San Diego actually with Brass Eagle All-Stars for the seven-man. And then uh-huh. 05, I started full season with them. Yeah, yeah, so it was that year. I knew it was my first year. I knew it was 05, but uh, but we were, uh, with me and you, we were, uh, <laughs> both, you know, both from Ohio. Uh, yeah, really shouldn't have been there, but we were there. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, so we, we, we were lucky enough to have the right support group to, to give us that, those opportunities and those connections. But but I'll go back to the story. Um, uh, we, we were uh, jousting in the snake, and we were, go- we were going back and forth, and I'm thinking, oh, here's Carl. This car, I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna get him. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I did exactly what you did to me at Toledo Indoor Paintball, which I believe you did shoot me, by the way. Now that I'm thinking about it, um, but I did the typical uh, bait where mm-hmm. I was showing you the right down the tape, you know, in one of the ladders, and uh, I, I snapped once, and then I went over the top real quick, and Ziggity I bop. Over the top, Ziggy Bob. You got it. <laughs> you got it. So I got you on there, and then I went down the snake, and I, I overshot the hell out of uh, uh, Davies. There you go. <laughs> uh, no, no, uh, Williamson. Mm-hmm. I overshot the hell out of Williamson. He gave me the finger from across the field. So. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's his signature move right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're, you're 100% right. <laughs> but, yeah, so that yeah, that was cool. You know, yeah, like you said, you know, with or without the jerseys, um, you, you you'll never forget those moments you know you'll no. never forget those, those great times um and the more you talk about them the more you remember them um but they they, they certainly never go away you yeah. know what i mean that tends to happen on this podcast is i get a lot of people who starts talking about something and then it brings up another memory and then, <laughs> then they get all giddy and then it starts bringing up another memory and it's yeah. that's what i really enjoy about this so because i like going i like going deep too because I want to also get into your origins in Ohio of how you even discovered the game and yeah. kind of your journey from there um, all the way up to how you were one of the, what I thought was one of the first Midwest kids to kind of infiltrate that camp. Yeah. Uh, and, Grant, and re- Grant was the trendsetter for Fusion. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Grant, Grant was that first certainly that that uh that 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 person that let us all know that we can do it you know mm-hmm. albeit approaching from the midwest 
right. know, it still could be done. Right. You know what I mean? But and, but, and, but so I mean that, that, like infiltrating dynasty though. I mean that that to me was such a huge just kind of I think should have been an eye opening thing for for kids coming up, you know, from the Midwest, especially because there were so many eyeballs on Dynasty, right? And then, and it was yeah. such an iconic team, and for you to go in and 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 earn this spot, especially if I know the story correctly, um, which obviously is just hearsay, and I'll let you tell it, and then I'll I'll see if I remember it right. But um, such an iconic way to get on the team, I, I and just kind of get into that camp is just such an amazing kind of thing I thought and I'm you know I, I've always always thought you were uh, you know an amazing player um, individually and on the teamwork side and I thought it was most deserving uh, you know especially thank you. you thank you man uh, hey like hey we're killers man we had yeah using a tipman you, you you kill people in an average of six balls instead of 14. Right. It's a weird skill set, and you and you know, like, there's so many pros that did come out of that camp that yeah. were that were well known. I feel well known pros that came out, um, and and kind of made a name for themselves. And I yeah. and I think there was, I, I don't even know if you want to call it a skill set, more of a handicap that we had. Yeah. But we yeah. had yeah. to make we had to make it work, and we all had our individual styles to be able to kind of make that you know tank of a of a we eventually <laughs> turned into a tournament marker. But we we had to make it work, and I think I think that really kind of identified what and who we were as a player because we did the best that we could with that, and it was obviously good enough to be able to get an opportunity with some of these high high top tier teams. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you, you think about the um, for one the <clears throat> the sheer weight disadvantage of holding a, a, a Tipman. Back oh, in the yeah. day, tipping model ninety-eight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fifty pounds, I mean, I, dude. I, you know, I mean, you might as well, you might as well play in the MLB with a, a, a donut on your back. Yeah. The whole, the whole time. You know, it's pretty much what it is. You know what I mean? So, so we had to adjust our speed. You know, that helped our our strength and speed. Mm-hmm. You know, carrying those heavy guns. So, you know, come come time to switch teams and get on a, a, a team where you have a lighter faster modern marker you know you, you're, you're going to be ahead of the game yeah. you know what i mean um so uh, i made that that reference of you know six balls to 14 mm-hmm. is where when a player runs through a window that we can shoot at them we can shoot maybe three to six balls at them before they get by that window right where where you know at the time an angel or shocker or intimidator they could shoot almost 20 mm-hmm you know what I mean? So we had to really make our, our, our shots count, you know? I think that's where the accuracy thing comes in, especially for me. Like, I've always worked on the accuracy over volume, and, and I never really shot much paint. It was always yeah. like, I was always about accuracy. Like, using the least amount as possible, that might have been just my, you know, fucked up mindset or whatever. Just to be <laughs> able to, like, hit this guy with three or less balls, you know, it, the less time I had to spend on somebody, the yeah. better, right? Yeah. I think yeah, that's just a front player's mindset. It, it, it is. It is because the the volume also creates uh, chaos and disruption, and uh, you're noticeable. If you right. spray forty balls at somebody, they're gonna know or have an idea where it's coming from. I remember uh, we were in uh, the finals. Um, I think it was. 
mm. I think it was Tampa. It was Tampa in, in the semi-pro seven man. I was on Dynasty Dynamics, mm-hmm. and uh, I was in the fifty snake, and fifty to fifty opposite side of the field. I saw a guy. He had tunnel vision on the Dorito, looking inside. I could have just completely annihilated him. Instead, I took one shot, hit him right in the face. One ball, that was it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that was from across the field. That that's where we, that's where I think we get it from. We're used to that that Titman, that slow fire rate paintball gun, and, and we make it. We make our shots count. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, whether it's a jump shot, you know, whether it's a one ball check type drill, mm-hmm. uh, we make we make them count. You know what I mean? And then yeah. you give us a gun that <laughs> that fires fast. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're, we're, we're pretty dangerous. You know? I might have threw an insurance ball just in case on that one. It might have been my own insecurities, but I might have thrown an, an insurance ball just right after that just to be like, just in case, I'm going to put another one back there. So so, so, so you, you think about that for sure, right? Mm. Um, uh, at the time, he was just such a deer in the headlights. Oh, yeah. I did not want to miss my shot. You probably uh, made him such – he made himself such a big target. Yeah, he yeah he he I mean he was standing from knee to shoulder I could see him knee right. to head I could see him so I really didn't want to scare him down so I, I just took my chance for that one shot and luckily that one was enough to make his goggles turn yellow and that was all I needed to see to not fire another round of twelve at him. After Paint I shot <laughs> so good back then too, man. What's up? Paint was so straight back then. I feel. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah! Oh my god! It was it, yeah! It, it's it's crazy! It's crazy! Um, the uh, the the old gap dynasty banana ball oh. um that i mean their practice ball our practice balls best best paint i ever shot and it made people <laughs> right. smell beautiful you know what I mean? <laughs> it was awesome it was it was just that that change i felt it was so iconic was yeah. having going to a tournament and smelling like you know where dynasty was playing just <laughs> yeah. by that like, yeah yeah i knew it yeah i thought that was really cool i thought that was really really cool uh but uh but yet, you know, to get back on a little bit of the origin, um, you know, our, our similars are probably very similar. Um, but the the lessons learned on that on, on that uh, that trip up, you know, up the ranks, I, I imagine, is very uh, transferable to a lot of people in the Midwest and other kids that are on, you know, in lower, you know, not as populated local areas that you know play at small time fields and stuff like that. But I mean, I played at Great Lakes Paintball. I, I, I'm, I, I can't tell you how small of a field that is on the, turn, on the tournament competitive side. Yeah. You know, majority of that field was uh, woods. You know what I mean? But they had two speedball courses, and they had some regular tournaments, and that was enough to ignite that passion uh, for, for to me to fall in love with that with the sport. You know what I mean? Um, Where was that and, located at, like city-wise? Uh, uh, Bellevue, Ohio. Bellevue, so northern Ohio, kind of mm. northern central Ohio. Um, just outside of some dusty by Cedar Point. Oh, gotcha. Yep, yep. So very, very small. I mean, the actual um, lodging or staging area <clears throat> was probably less than 200 feet. I mean, it was very, very small. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but, uh, but, but luckily, luckily enough, we had a couple people that played at tip, that played on Tipman Effect there. And, and 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 also the local field Great Lakes Paintball GLP, they they played in some you know national events here and there. Nice. You know what I mean? and, and that and that was enough. Uh, that, that was an, enough people that I knew to really really stick close to them, pay attention, 
ask questions. You know, if they need anything, I go get it. Whatever they need. You know, and it was that, your hunger to get better. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Just being a student of the game, you know, how can I learn? How can I be better? These guys know what they're talking about. These guys are, you know, 40 years old. You know what right, I mean? Right, right, <laughs> dude. They, they, you know? so much older when we were young. Yeah, yeah, you know, so just that, that willingness to learn, um, you know, uh, being team-focused, team-oriented, um, you know, uh, hold on, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. uh, hold on, here, here. Oh, never, <laughs> sorry. never mind, my wife doesn't want to be in there. All right, anyways. <laughs> uh, but, That's but okay. Yeah, you know. I don't take offense. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you know, just just uh, starting out, taking all those things, learning as much as you can, never being afraid to ask a question, right. um, never being at, never being. Uh, luckily, also um, during those events, and, and as you know, as one hundred playing at Toledo Indoor Paintball a lot, you had the opportunity to be refs a lot. You know, right. you ref tournaments once you got in good with the with the faculty there. Um, so I'd say that that definitely was was is step number one. Getting good with the faculty, you know yeah. what I mean. That they've been there the most, they're around it the most. Um, you can learn a lot from them, um, and so that's what that's what you do. And then from there, you kind of make those national connect, those national paintball league co connections, and uh, and then you kind of just see where you run with it. But you know, you can be anybody that knows those people, but if you don't have that personability, that willingness to learn, to where, and I'm talking, you really want to learn, and mm -hmm. so. If next person coming up under Carl Markowski is asking Carl, asking you a whole bunch of questions, and you know, you yourself, including me and those people that trained us, go, wow, this kid really appreciates it, pre appreciates what he's learning from me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm gonna, and I see there's potential. I'm gonna take him under my wing. Yeah. You know, and then the next chance I get, if I ever hear people need players, guess what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna recommend this kid because. He's got it. He has. He has that fire. You know what yeah. I mean. Um, and you know, sportsmanship. You know, I, I definitely think uh, we'll, we'll get on it later. But I, I think I have a really good uh, proposal for the paintball world. But you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but you know, using a vessel like this is definitely the best platform. To, Absolutely. To, to try to make it happen. But but that that involves Tim, Tim Montress. Yeah. So we'll, we'll we'll talk about that a little bit later. But. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, yeah, so from Great Lakes Paintball in Bellevue, Ohio, I went to, uh, I started going up to Toledo Paintball more, <laughs> Toledo Indoor Paintball, and yeah. then that's where, you know, I met you and I met the, I tried out for Tipman Effect at Toledo Indoor Paintball. Uh, Tim, Craig, Nick. Uh, See, that was the squad before me, though. Yes, exactly. And yeah. Then you, that, that's where you, that's where I saw, that's where I met you because I would go to practices there. It was the halfway point between the Somich people and the people in northern Ohio. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. so from there is where um, you know I kind of met everybody in the northern Ohio area, southern Michigan area, and then from there you just get better with the Titman. <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> you know have I mean? to. I mean, you, you have to. And I don't know. I don't know if anybody took it as like a joke or as like a free ride. I would see. I have a tough thing because I think, I think there was some groups of guys on the on Titman who got on the team who took it as kind of a free ride and was just cuz uh, I kind of felt that way a little bit about the lockout guys when we turned pro with seven man um uh -huh. I, I some of them I just felt like were there just to kind of go, go to places for free I mean like I felt like only I felt like the kids were taking it serious yeah you know 
Yeah. And but I know that group that you were with, you know, Tim and Fatty and and everybody was just they like were the young guys. They, they were, were the young guys. yeah, they were all serious. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. 100% Fatty. Oh my god. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it's it's crazy when you you think about it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh but, you know, from from uh playing with those younger guys, uh really holding my hand being 14, 15 years old. Um, they, they, they really kind of just took me under the, their wing. You know, Eric Garbers was very, very, very prominent, you mm-hmm. know, in, in my success. And, uh, you know, like father figures, you know, just like big man Santini, you know, father figures that they, they just shirt off their back. Yeah. Whatever you need, whatever you need, you got it. Loader doesn't work here. Take this. Yep. You know what I mean? Uh, that's just, that's, that's how they rolled. And I think that that helped all of us uh, younger guys on Titman get better uh competitively and then from there we you know uh we started to win titman titman effects started to actually win events you know national events and uh and, and that's where um all of us got that springboard you know mm-hmm. you know we, we we can do it we can do it with these guns not because of the guns but because of us you know right. what i mean because of our teamwork our willingness to win and uh, that that's and then there was a springboard. We went on to our own new uh, you know phases of paintball on better teams from there. Yeah, it was amazing stepping stone um, yeah. for me and obviously for you. Uh, did I play with you at yeah. IAO? Yes, the, the seven man uh, IAO. Uh, yes, you did. And then we also played in uh, the X ball tournament at the golf course in Pennsylvania on Titman. Is that where we got the dynasty jersey or the dynasty posters signed? Oh my god! Oh my god! It could yeah. I think I think been. it I think it was. It I lost been, my dude. keys at that event. I remember, yeah, I think oh that's my where god, it's I, think I, that. I think I remember that. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 That, yeah. That was it because that was the last tournament. That was the last actual tournament I had played with you um, mm-hmm. before, before. And then uh, later, yeah, because that was towards the mid end of the season and then the following year i got on uh uh vicious wait did we play we won the il though right with um yeah because that was with i don't even know how because i was with on a different squad i don't know how i jumped on your guys' squad to play that or was it a uh, different one you know i'm i don't even it's a, little, it's, a, it's a little bit hazy i think the only seven man that i won was with tim and all that with d oh See, I might have been on the five-man squad that one. That's what it was. That, uh, that, With Nick that, Napolitano that, and um, – uh, yeah. No. I'm who was the sure. dude that lifted weights who was like super – Nick. Nick. Was it Nick? Yeah, Till Munch and Nick. Yeah. I mean, he, <laughs> he, had, he, had, he had the protein He had the protein bars. He had the pills. I mean, he had the fanny pack. I mean, yeah. what, what else oh, yeah, did you right. say about a muscle head? He had a fanny pack. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, oh, hey, man. Nick, check out that hot girl. He's like, hold on, dude. I'm eating my protein bar. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So <laughs> it was. Time. You guys won the seven man. Yeah, you guys won the That's seven man was. at that event, and then and then we won the five man. Yeah. Um, because yeah. I got invited to on to that five man squad, or they just fucking needed a guy, and yeah. and I jumped on. Yeah. Um, that, that that was that. That was that. Uh, that was the year that like Brimstone Smoke and Brass Eagle All Stars were there. Right. You know what I mean? Uh. So yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, man. Uh, you do. I mean, we were winning events that like n- nobody ever even considered us, you know, to 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 win. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. And, and at that at that time, 
was, you know, started to have the uh, the premier wins for Tittman, you know, in, in mm-hmm. their history. You know what I mean? So we, so we were a big part of that foundation. You know what I mean? Yeah. No matter no matter how you slice it, you know, and 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 look what it produced. You know, Se- several several pros. You know what I mean? The handful handful of pros. You know what I mean? And uh, and yeah, it's just, you know, it, it, it's such a fun ride. And we had, and we were so young that we 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 were there just just to win, just to have fun. Oh, dude, I was living the dream that young. Yeah. I mean, and oh it, my god, I know. It was just yeah. like I think I, I I was I feel like I was almost spoiled um, in a way <laughs> because the the first almost uh, tournament style team that I play on travels to all these events yeah. and I, and I travel for free. Like it was, it was like, when I started telling my parents about it and started doing it, they're like, whoa, 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 wait, you're going, I was, I'm 16 years. They're like, you're going where with who, <laughs> who's going to be there. You're flying. How are you going to afford it? They're paying for you. It was just like, you know, I was like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean I, you know, having kids now, I feel like I'd be like I'd the same way. Like, what are you, what, where are you going? What are you doing? Yeah. Hang on. Yeah. 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 Well, so you, so you had the big man Santini's, you had the Eric Garber's, you had uh, those people. They were almost like, like I said, father-like figures, but they were like pretty much our chaperones. They, yeah. They and my parents didn't stuff. know them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, um, I remember one time um, I was going down to World Cup. Uh, with the ten man Titman effect team, uh, with like the Lebanics mm-hmm. and, and, and and those guys uh, right before I got on the team, those they, they were still in place. And uh, I remember uh, Kevin Lebanic's wife at the time, uh, she was our chaperone. So she met my mother, she got my mother's phone number, you know, they had Kelly's and the, you know, she was our she gave Kelly all of our money. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like she held our money. I mean, she held our money. Like what? <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was crazy. It was crazy. But but on that on that same note, um, you know, a lot of national teams didn't have it like tip that like tip and effect. Oh, did. absolutely not. Yeah. You know, they, uh, yeah, they would get like reduced pricing on certain things like that. But I we had it free. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? And yeah. even now, even now to this day, I don't think a lot of teams are getting that full ride anymore, you know? It was a blessing and a curse for sure. I mean, obviously the blessing was being able to do what we want to do uh, weekend in and weekend out and then also travel, but the yeah. curse was, okay, now go compete against all these teams with a Tipman 98 <laughs> <laughs> and a 68-45 tank and uh, a Halo that has a oh. right angle loader and oh a 16-inch barrel <laughs> oh and God. play front. Yeah. You, you know, whether I shoot right-handed or left-handed, I'll always look down the left side of my gun. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because uh, yep. I, start, I started off with that 45-degree autococker feed, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And that, turned in, that quickly turned into the Titman. So I, no matter when I come out right, I'm always folding my gun up yeah. to my right. You know what I mean? Looking down like this. Yeah, it's weird. I, for some reason, I learned always like to put my nose just in the middle of the marker and uh-huh. – and just be able to it was weird like how i how i looked it was like i i would see two barrels because i would split the marker okay. between my face okay. i would okay. see the two barrels and then i would aim in between the two barrels and oh, that wow. and that is how i would would aim because if you yeah if you like if you put your finger down if you put your finger in front of your face and you look ahead of your finger uh-huh. like to to where you're going to shoot 
wherever you're going to shoot, you're going to shoot in the middle of your finger. Like yeah, the, the, the two fingers that you see, your target's going to be wherever you want to shoot is going to be in the middle of those. So it's like, that's so crazy. Yeah. It's uh, weird. It's so crazy. I mean, that's, that goes to tell you, you know, per- perspective is everything. You know what I mean? I've, <laughs> I've never heard of that. I've never heard. Yeah. Of that I don't know why I do it, but that's just how I, it, it well, you know, you're in a sense, my finger, in a sense, my finger or the barrel almost disappears. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? It, it almost disappears. Uh, <laughs> yeah it's 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 just weird how i you kind of get your own style and your own technique down of what you want to do and that's just a a small little thing that i've i'm such a weirdo with all my little i have i have such little quirks that i do before i play and before i do i'm i'm a psycho um so how what was the jump like from uh and how did it occur from tim and effect to this new kind of group and team coming up uh, named Vicious? Um, yeah, so that, uh, probably one of the greatest stories um, ever that most of my media paintball group know, especially on the Vicious side. Um, so we were in New Jersey. It was shitty. It was rainy. It was at uh, Super 7, and I was playing with Titman. And, you know, uh, Drew Hire from Titman had just got on Vicious, you know, and, and so they were essentially scouting me based on, you know, Drew's like, oh, you should get Cody, you should get Cody. And so the one game that they watch, awful. <laughs> Things could not go any worse for anybody. And technically I should have been eliminated right from the start. Did you uh, know that they were watching you? Um, yes. And I'll tell you how I knew. <laughs> so uh, we're playing on center court. MPPL, Super 7, everybody's watching. Uh, rainy, muddy, you know, slip and slide conditions. And uh, I run to the left 40, um, off the break, make it in safe, uh, right in front of the snake, okay? And uh, when I dive, my barrel goes in the mud. I love it when that happens. My loader <laughs> proceeds to flip out of control out of bounds oh. <laughs> so now I, now i'm in this position and my loader is out of bounds and if any of you paintballers know your loader your loader is considered a part of your body mm-hmm. so technically i should have been out right away because my loader went out of bounds so apparently the ref wasn't that well trained because <laughs> he let me in but how i knew that Vicious was watching is they all started laughing on the other side of the net (laughs) and they were imploring the ref to pull me out Mm. because my loader was out of bounds right so luckily the ref didn't pull me out I couldn't do much uh right feed tipman 98 I then was like well I got to be useful somehow I'll I'll lock down the field with whatever I can so Mm -hmm. I, I looked inside I I cut the field cut the field down and I had to, and I put a pod in between my, in between my knees in a kneeling position, kept my gun up like this. And then I would open my pod and I would pull out a handful of balls at once and I would drop them in as I shot. So I could only shoot three balls at a time. And then I had to go back for another bunch. Mm. Right. So super seven, as soon as all that crazy shit happens, I switch to the inside. I'm looking across the field, you know, and I'm seeing my, my teammates drop one by one, one by one. And by one by one, I mean two at a time. 
Mm. And then another two at a time. So quickly it becomes a three on seven, right? And me not making any noise, <laughs> not shooting at people or fighting against anybody. Apparently they just forgot about me. And so they started to run down the field to execute the, the other two remaining teammates I had. And as they did that, I would clink, 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 shoot one at a time. And then I just shot a second one. And every time the vicious, their oohs and ahs got louder mm-hmm. and louder. They would watch me shoot these guys with three balls as they're running down the field. And so it'd be, ooh, ah, oh. <laughs> and then I shot the fourth one. <clears throat> And then I shot the fifth one on a trade. Mm-hmm. So I shot four guys, and then I looked down the tape. Oh, I'm sorry. I shot three guys that ran by, and then the fourth guy. I only shot four out of seven. But the last guy I knew was in my mirror at the 40 ahead of the snake. Uh, so I just, you know, I, at that time I had to start battling because now they know where I'm at. So mm-hmm. um, I, I put the balls in there. I hold it. Left arm. Going to go down the left tape. I put my hand over my my feed neck, feed tube, and I come out and tink, tink, and me and the guy in the snake trade. So I shot four out of seven guys with them all watching with no loader shooting three balls at a time. So <laughs> that, that was, uh, that was, that was pretty much, I think enough to, that was your tryout to, to, to let me try out. Yeah. And so then I, I flew out a couple of weeks later, uh, to Kansas where they had a little local tournament. We did a practice. We played the tournament. We won the tournament. It was a five man tournament with vicious, um, and, uh, and, and from there on, uh, from that point on, I had gotten on the team and then we did a world cup, um, uh, in, uh, it was a super seven. It was world cup in Tampa or no, it was, yeah, it was Tampa. Yeah, it was Tampa. It was the final event in Tampa, super seven world cup. Um, and that was my first event with vicious. And that was the first time I got to play dynasty. Mm. <laughs> and uh, I, I'll, I'll never forget it. Uh, Greg Pauly, our coach for Vicious, um, which I believe he's coaching Damage now, or at least was recently. No, uh, AC Dallas. Oh, not 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 Damage. Uh, AC Dallas. Yeah. AC Dallas. Yeah. yeah. AC Dallas. Yep. So um, so we were in the elevator. We had just gotten to to Tampa, and uh, <laughs> Pauly said, "Hey, Cody, guess what?" And what? He said, you know who our pro team draws this this, this event? I said, uh, no, who? He said, the Dino Rats. <laughs> the Dino Rats. The Dino Rats. The Dino I said I said Dynasty? He said, Yep, we got we get to play Dynasty. I go, Oh my god, that's awesome. I was so excited. You know, it's like it's like a basketball player uh, in college getting to play LeBron James. Mm-hmm. In my eyes, in my opinion, you know, so I'm like, oh my god, this is the you know we're like we're we're the best novice team, you know. We're destroying any team that we play. Yes, this is a good gauge for us. This is a really good chance to see how we how we're gonna do. You know what yeah. I mean? What our what our future could be like. You know, from a success standpoint. So, um, and sure enough, it was the first tournament of the game. I'm sorry, first tournament of, I'm sorry, first game of the tournament. Yeah. First game of the day. Seven o'clock in the morning. Best team in the world versus best upcoming team do on the grass yeah do on the grass yeah yep. yeah you know tensions were high um and uh, the whole net was surrounded with people that early in the morning it was just it was like a finals game or mm-hmm. like a you know semi-finals game and uh it was really cool um and so uh long story short 
I shot four out of seven of them. Uh, me and Alex traded, and uh, we went and went in that game and went in the event. So it was a really nice. cool. It was. I, I, I cheated the shit out of them though. I cheated so bad. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> believe me, so it's bad. the same on the other side, man. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure everybody. Everybody has a story of when they beat you or yeah. put put you whoever it is out there they beat yeah. you and i can guarantee you one of their players on their team cheated yeah. the shit out of anybody so so not o- not only did i stay alive with a, a, a pack shot um on my uh the right side of my uh my pack uh from ryan greenspan who was going crazy on the other side of the field going mm-hmm. nuts i could hear him because I, I heard the shot hit me you know oh I mean? so you knew that's uh, so all i knew but to make things even more sweeter, Carl, <laughs> Floyd, Floyd from Shock Tech, uh, when, when they said, when they sounded the, the horn, mm-hmm. Floyd brought up his gun. He shot me in the back of the head. Oh, jeez. Right off the break. And I don't know if the ref felt sorry for me because of who we were playing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he actually saw it or not, but he came in, he checked my head, he called me clean. And then from there, I shot BC, I shot Skinny Kevin, uh, shot Johnny on the left side, and then I traded out with Alex. So it was a uh, it, was, it was a good good. It's the only time I've ever played Dynasty. <laughs> <laughs> so who was on the who was on the vicious team at the time? Was it was it uh, Tilljack and and Roger Hen and all those guys? Yep. So it was the Hens, father and son, uh, Polly. It was uh, Danny Tilljack. Uh, uh, junior, uh, Wooski, um, and uh, who else was it? Uh, 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 Little Rob. Was Grant on the team? No, no, Grant was not on the team. No, no, uh, uh-uh. um, it was mainly oh, and uh, Brock Jolly. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So those guys were on the team. Um. But yeah, it was uh, it, yeah, it was it was it was great. So from there and then on, you know, you you know the. The rest is history. I'm vicious. We just kept on kind of winning and getting better, and then you know, pro teams started cherry picking us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so let me. Okay, so I want to. Sorry to interrupt you, but I just want. I yeah. just want to see if I have a, the story in my head that I heard of how you got on to Dynasty. Okay. I want to see if so. There was a one-on-one tournament, right? Okay. And Oliver was in this one-on-one tournament. Okay. And. You proceeded to go to fi- the finals against Oliver, beat Oliver, and in that moment, he asked you to come try out for the team? <laughs> as much as how epic that would have been, <laughs> <laughs> you can definitely tell how the game telephone is Oh, played. dude. Why, that, why, it... <laughs> why, <laughs> you can definitely see why the game telephone is played in, uh, in, in school, you know, as a, as a, a learning mechanism. <laughs> Uh, so I'll, uh, so I'll go to how I got on the team on dynasty and then I'll go into that story. Okay. The, the, the real version of that story, but it is uh, kind of true. It, 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 it is majority true okay. in the fact that I beat him and I won the one on, but you were already on dynasty, weren't you? But I was already, it That's was, it was it the was. first event I ever played on with as a dynasty member. Mm-hmm. Uh, hold on one second here. That's right. I knew I got something. Yeah. Mixed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, the timeline was just a little bit off. Yeah. Uh, 
but uh, but so um, so um, I forget what it was. Um, <clears throat> trying to exactly remember. Oh yeah, um, I remember. Um, <clears throat> I forget what it was. Uh, Vicious for some reason or Diesel at the time. Uh, we we end up not playing a uh, Super Seven event, mm-hmm. and so for that event, I played with Future Ball. Um, yeah. And for, for that event, I played with Future Ball, and um, we our our pro draw was excessive. Oh, nice! That that event, yeah. And so <clears throat> um, during that game, that game specifically, um, Mike Himmon had been hearing about me from Paulie, and and like. Floyd and, and things like that, you know, the, the shock tech guys and, you know, Mike went up through aftershock and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, so that's how my name got put in his ears is, uh, and, and so he, he watched me play against excessive. Uh, I don't know how many games he watched me play, but I know for sure that one event, um, uh, that one game he watched me play and I shot, I think three, three of the excessive guys. And that was like the lone last guy in the snake that got bunkered mm-hmm. you know <laughs> i know yeah i know how that goes but but uh you know for me being one person on the field doing uh as much damage as i could from where i was at um it was a, it was noticeable enough and so after the game i walked out of the net um and uh mike Kimmon pulled me aside and he said uh he said hey cody he's like uh uh my, my name's mike Kimmon. um you know i play with dynasty and um, you know, I've been, I've been watching you, been hearing about you. Um, if if you're interested, I'd like to fly you out for a tryout for Dynasty. And so what was running I, through your head? I, oh my God! You think I it was, was a joke? Oh, I, I did the. <laughs> <laughs> Got me, fucker. You know what I mean? Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, um, but yeah, so yeah, so that was that was weeks out. But I had already actually scheduled a tryout for a pro team. Um, uh, evil. Oh yeah, yeah. The very next weekend, I had a, a tryout for Evil um, with Rathburn and the in those guys mm-hmm. that were running that team at the time. So I, I, uh, I the next very next weekend, I went out, flew out, tried out for Evil. Um, so yeah. what? Did, well, what did you say to Mike? Uh, I said, "Oh, absolutely." <laughs> I yeah. Said, yeah. Uh, yeah. When, but you didn't yeah, tell him about the Evil tryout. No, I did tell him. Okay. No, I, I I did tell him um, uh, just because he had to know what my schedule was, uh, you know sure. what I mean. Um, so I did I did tell him I had a trial for evil. Um, so I, I proceeded to go to the trial for evil. Um, I made it on evil, um, and then in the same the very same weekend, um, I had to go the no the very like I think it was two weekends later I went out and tried out for dynasty, and then I I, I made it on dynasty, and uh, I'll never forget these words from from alex phrase um it was a two-day practice saturday and sunday somewhere in southern california and uh i had played the first day and when i tell you there's pressure <laughs> honestly, i know how you that, feel man believe me i, you, I know you, i know you, how you, you feel you, you know yeah. what i mean you, you know like the, the the whole time on the flight out to practice I was watching serial killers, yep. you know, just Dude, watching, right Al- just just watching Oliver Lang, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just, uh, hearing that, <laughs> hearing that song, Wicked Games, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Just running it back in my head, couldn't sleep. All I thought about was, you know, performing, doing well, you know, and uh, and then finally, 
um, uh, it came to Saturday, the first day of the two day trial. And, uh, I was like, shit, man, I'm playing like shit. You know, they, they got me up in the, up in the middle, like, you know, basically I'm doing whatever they want me to do. And, right. and you know, I have no choice in the, I have no say in the matter. And so I'm just doing whatever I can to stay alive, try to kill people and communicate. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, those are what, those are the three things that anybody's going to be looking for, for anybody hopping on the team. So I just did my best to, to, to do those three things. I thought I personally played like shit, you know? Um, and I was like, oh man, tomorrow's got to be better. Tomorrow's got to be better. And then at the end of the practice on Saturday, Alex came up to me and he said, uh, he's like, Hey man, he's like, good job today. Uh, he said, uh, uh, you in it to win it? I said, uh, yeah, I'm in it to win it. He said, you're in it to win it. You're good. I was like, yeah, yeah. Didn't really realize exactly that was his way of asking me if I wanted to play mm-hmm. for the team. You know what I mean? Um, so I, all I could say was, yeah. And then, you know, a few moments later, it kind of hit me. And I, I, I probably looked like a little schoolboy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I smiling the rest of the day. <laughs> you know, I don't remember how those emotions were and what exactly I said to him. I was just, you know, completely flooded with adrenaline mm-hmm. and, and just emotion. You know what I mean? So, um, so, but yeah, the rest was history. Um, I, you know, I then played good on Sunday with no weight on my shoulders. You know what I mean? The, the pressure was off. Uh, I'm, Alex is a very smart guy. I'm sure that had something to do with it mm-hmm. when he told me. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, whether it stuck or not, I'm sure it definitely lifted a lot of weight off my shoulders. And I, I definitely played way better on Sunday. So, uh, so that was it. You know, I had gotten on the team. I, I, uh, I had made that poster to Cody that we had signed from Dynasty come true. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, and, and to this day, um, I have that poster and I just – you know, despite all the hard times in my life and everything like that, I know that because of that poster, I can make my dreams come true if I just work hard enough, you mm-hmm. know? And so like, that's probably the most sentimental piece of, uh, it's probably the only thing that I really have in my life that has that much sentimental value. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I can just, whenever I'm in trouble or feeling low, I just look at that poster, you know what I mean? So really kind of cool for me. Yeah. Your um, wife's not listening, is she? Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, 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 I tell her, I tell her that it's the picture on the, uh, end table next to our bed. <laughs> there <so>. you go. <laughs> Dude, no, I, I know exactly how you feel. I, that poster I, has meant so much to me. The exact same one. I swear to God, I was right behind you getting the post. Like, and, and, uh, you know, it, it was such a Kickstarter for me yeah. to, to, whenever I had doubts, or whenever I had these, because and then they happened so much because it was like, you think about it, it was like, you know, I always, I've always made it difficult for myself, you know, and, and you know, I've always did this thing where I'd be like, ah, I'm on, you know, I, I set this goal in my head, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna turn pro. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I want to do. When I figured out you could do it, I wanted to do it, but mm-hmm. I, I always did this thing where it's like. Uh, well, I, I play on Tipman Effect. I mean, who's who's going to be looking at players on Tipman Effect? You know what I mean? Yeah. Needless yeah. to say, look what happened. You know what I mean? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. And then you know, I get to the I get to the tryout, and it's 
I was like, oh man, you know, they they flew me there and everything like that. They already spent money, and so they already see something. But I get there, and it's like, well, you know, for, I for thought, excessive, right? For excessive, I didn't yeah. think I didn't think I played well. There's so that, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like I put all this weight and this negative, you know. I wish, I wish I could have put more positive vibes towards myself when I was younger, and more like, dude, don't worry about it like just right. go and have fun and just be yourself and don't don't worry about the pressure and don't don't because eventually as you i mean that's another thing with with experience right and, you know in anything is you yeah. don't have the added pressure when you're experienced and that's what makes experienced players so good they feel no pressure right yeah. there's nothing else on the shoulders on their shoulders besides do your job you have yeah. you have no other no other things that you have to worry about besides do your job. But then when you when you're coming up in this this whole thing, as I'm sure a lot of rookies and a lot of people have felt, you have all of this like like oh what if this happens? Well what if this happens? Was he watching me? Well oh, I don't want to get shot. Don't you you put this noise in your head, and yeah. it makes yeah. it so hard to focus. Yeah, you know, you're, you're, you're your own worst enemy. Oh, your own yeah. worst enemy. I, I had that problem ever since I grew up. You know, you know, you finally towards the end of my career, I started, you know, having more and more clarity uh, yeah. the way that I thought. And I was like, dude, where was this? Where the fuck was yeah. this? Like, right? you, you know, 10 years ago or whatever it was. Well, you know, Carl, they, they, they say, um, and I'm sure you can attest to this or have your own personal example of this, but, you know, all the millionaire and billionaires say this you know you, you can't grow without being uncomfortable right you know what i mean so if you're not uncomfortable you have no room for growth you know what i mean and and the finished polished carl markowski does not have that pressure mm -hmm. you know what I mean? because of your experience and where you know all those hard times where you did feel pressure you felt uncomfortable but you had to fight through it you had to make do with what you know what's on the table the cards you, you're dealt so you know the fast forward to now you know uh, call or cody on the paintball field is like pressure free you know what i mean yeah like it, you know it's all there because you, you you went through those those hard times that you know now you're now you're a diamond you know what i mean mm -hmm. you know so i appreciate that i think yeah I, thank you thank you <laughs> yeah yeah man yeah, so it, sure. it's funny though how we have similar stories too because yeah. When I got asked to try out for excessive, I had actually already set up a tryout for the Naughty Dogs. <laughs> the, the Naughty Frogs. The next weekend. <laughs> yeah, the next weekend. And then I had to I had to actually cancel that tryout because I was uh, I was asked by excessive to come try out. Yeah. Yeah, 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 man, you're you, man, you're you're like the our styles were very similar um, in the position that we played. Um, but I think I think when you compare us to players, um, you definitely were more electric, more agility, more you know like oh my god, there goes a blur on the field. You, know, you were more polished out. though. You were more to me. I, I feel like you were more polished and more uh, kind of rounded as a player. Mm -hmm. um, I, dude, I thought you were. I thought you were fucking good. Like to, <laughs> to, coming from me, dude, I thought you were like. I thought you were one of the best players coming out of the Midwest. Um, yeah, like me, me, you, Drew, Tim, you know, uh, you know, definitely the, the, that those core people who I saw were, were, you know, going to do something in the paint world. And it happened almost just like that. You went to excessive, 
Drew went to Infamous, and then I went to Dynasty. Tim and them were playing on Detroit Fusion or Detroit uh, Thunder. Yeah, and yep. then they started going from there to all these other epic teams. Yeah, so let me yeah backtrack. So yeah, so they were already pro with Detroit Thunder, mm-hmm. and then you, then Drewski, then me, yeah. um, and and it happened just like that. And 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 yeah, you know, you're that like electric, exciting player. I'm I was more kind of like the calm, quiet. I'll get to where I need to get, and I'll kill people. That's, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. What I mean? you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, there's those, those those styles, right? Like for me, I was always like it was so sketchy though because the way I played was I I felt like an artist. Like I was trying to create something every time and create something different. You know, even yeah. though something might work, I was like, well, I wonder how it would how it would work out if I did it this way. You know, <laughs> or I or I tried this or I did this. Like that's kind of how I always played. My favorite, my favorite, uh, my favorite clip of you um, was when we. It was the tournament that we met in the finals in Chicago uh, for X Ball. Oh yeah, that was that was oh five. That was oh five, well. and that was that was the tournament that you had that awesome epic picture where you run down the middle and you do like the super in like superhuman jump. Right over the back center bunker, and then you bunker out the center guy. Oh yeah, <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I remember that's like, a, that was on Trauma Head, right? Yeah, yeah, it was like yeah, it was on Trauma Head, and then many more clips around the internet. You know what I mean? Um, and uh, and in that same tournament, I also remember. Um, and let me let me tell you how I should have killed you, but you <laughs> killed me. So <clears throat> I started to run off to the snake in the finals against you guys in 2005. And uh, I remember as soon as I took two steps, Carl, I saw you right next to the X on the snake side, cutting down that lane. And after my second step, I had already gained too much momentum. And so the little, um, the little, uh, the, the little pyramid right before the snake, you mm-hmm. know, the half, the stubby. Yeah. Um, it was, I had went too far too fast and I took an extra step too far and then I slid too late and then you shot me up my side and I was gone. But what I should have done, cause I, I still think about it to this day is I should have ran when I saw you, I should have hard stepped and jumped right over top of the stubby and got you and mm-hmm. shot right over the top that, that, that would have got you. But, but I, you know, woulda, shoulda, coulda, I, I <laughs> over jumped the gun. You, you blew my ass up, man. Uh, dude, we had, we had, some good battles. I remember we had some. Uh, I think it was World Cup '06 that we played yeah. against each other. Yeah, and uh-huh. uh, you guys whipped our ass in finals. Um, I think you beat <laughs> us too in in prelims. But you guys, man, dude, I wanted that one so bad. Yeah. You guys played too good. I think that's. I think that's where. I don't know if you know the picture or not, but it comes up a lot. Just randomly, like paintball. You type in paintball, whatever. It randomly comes up. But it's. I think. I think Brandon Showers took it. I think, but it's you, you're in all your, like, I think you have red frame, uh, your red frame, uh, pro flexes and you're sitting there and you're getting an orange ball, just boom, like right in, right. Yeah. The center guy, you know, what picture I'm talking about. Yeah. That that was uh, actually, that was flat magazine. That was flat magazine. Ah, yeah. Yeah. It it was flat magazine. And that was the, in the finals against Russian Legion in, uh, Omaha X ball, Omaha finals X ball. That's, that's that, that one. Yeah. That's, how shitty is that, Carl? <laughs> How shitty is that? I, I, I have 
two, I have two like, I so I have two centerfolds, mm-hmm. um, and one magazine cover, and the magazine cover is me getting facial. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so, completely <laughs> shitty. Yeah, hey. Cody, you're on the magazine. You're on the magazine cover. I'm like, yeah, but I'm getting my head blown off. Like, <laughs> Dude, okay, here, here's another funny story. So I have, I think one, I have one uh, cover by myself, right? And it was okay. in, it was 06 excessive. And I'm like, I'm like diving down. Um, like I have my head up and I'm like diving into the Doritos or whatever. And I have a giant yellow hit on my shoulder. <laughs> and I'm like, well. I fucking either look like I'm cheating or <laughs> like I made a terrible decision to go to the next spot. <laughs> but a great shot nonetheless. But it looked right? good. If the if the paintball wasn't there, then it would be like perfect. But <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I was trying to, you know, uh, Photoshop that paintball mark off my face. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that was uh, a big one. <laughs> so what? Uh, so the um uh so all of the Oliver one on one tournament. So you get oh, yeah. you get on the team. And uh, where and how did that whole thing come about? So, oh my God, Carl, when I tell you that, this is like the, the craziest, craziest happening. Oh my God. The way the points work, the way the prelims work, the way the semis work, everything like that was so, so strange. Everything had to work out fall into place mm-hmm. as it should. And, and, and the, why I say that is because let me tell you who I played in that tournament. Um, that what was the I tournament did. called? What was the tournament called? It was ultimate madness. The international one-on-one tournament uh, in, in, in Virginia, uh, okay, yeah. West Virginia. And, uh, you know, the call brothers and ran it, you know, mm-hmm. don't smoke. They ran it. Um, so, um, it was, I just got on Dynasty. It was a couple months later than the one-on-one tournament was there, and I always played the one-on-one tournament. Um, you like one-on-ones, and, don't you? Yeah, I, that was. I my, could tell, dude. I, I, I could tell. Yeah, I don't know why. That's <laughs> kind of my thing. I don't know why, but yeah. uh, but uh, so in the prelims, I played Drew. So strange, right? So I played Drew in the prelims. I played Nick Napolitano in the prelims. I played Alex Fraser in the prelims. Right? I'm like, what the hell? My schedule's hard. Like, what the hell? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and so um, the way that the points worked out, you know, um, we were all trying to figure out, you know, one-on-one conversations. We were trying to figure out where we stand and how the points work out and stuff like that. And so uh, I remember Drew came up to me, and he's like, Cody, in order for me to make it, I, I got to get – you gotta let me beat you. Oh, yeah. Oh. I, I, I know, and I was like, Drew, <laughs> like I can't. It's not how you I. You gotta keep that to yourself, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Uh, so, and then, uh, and then I remember I was playing Nick, and I shot Nick right in his chest. Mm-hmm shot him right in his chest it bounced he shot me in the loader right yeah so uh, like so i should have won the game against nick and then i i played drew i shot drew i beat drew Mm -hmm. and then right before that 
this whole thing started, I just got my new Dynasty Shocker. Oliver set my gun up for me. Oh, nice. Well, he, he put it on, like, ramping. Oh, Jesus. He put it on ramping. So when I played Drew, it, the gun was basically full auto. <laughs> Secrets out. <laughs> <laughs> so no wonder I beat Drew, right? And yeah. So then the ref took my gun put the gun under the chrono and right. it was full auto so he, I, I got they gave the win to Drew oh. so Drew got in I got in and then uh, so how did you did you went two and two and went on, and went on? so you beat uh, Frazier uh, no uh, you. Um, so there was a whole I think you played like eight matches in the prelims okay. or something like that and then there was a, a, a round of uh, four games or three in the semifinals, and in this in the semifinals was Drew from Infamous and the, one of the twins from Infamous at the time. Mm-hmm. I forget the blonde one. The blonde. I forget. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I know who you're talking about. You know yeah. what I'm talking about. Um, and so um, I had to win out on them to make it in, and then I saw him back again in the round robin. You had to play all the um, all eight. Finals people had to play around Robins. They had to play seven games. Gotcha. And I'm I'm thinking, oh my god, this is crazy. Uh, Alex Frazier's in the finals. Oliver Lang, Lang was in the finals. Uh, Eric Deerman, he was going for his three feet from Philly. Oh, that's right. Um, that's right. Then then Drew was in the finals, and then uh, the other the other guy from Infamous was in there Rhodes. too. He, he, Rhodes, yeah, Kyle Rhodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had made it in too, and so I was remember I was like, oh god, I'm like I wonder when I play. I want like who do I play? I wonder mm-hmm. I play. So my lineup was fucking awful. It was awful. I look at the schedule. I'm looking for my name. I'm like well, I don't see my name anywhere. And of course I don't look at the first match. So the first match was me versus Oliver. I'm thinking, oh my god, I get to finally play Oliver one on one. Like mm-hmm. I was like, oh my, I was so nervous so scared you know what i mean i was 100 percent intimidated you know who wouldn't be at that time you know and so and then i look at the, the next match i have to put eric or alex Frazier next oh my god <laughs> and then i look at the third match i get I have to play eric Deerman the third game i'm thinking oh my god I'm get all the easy ones out of the way first <laughs> all the easy ones first yeah bullshit i was thinking <laughs> the complete opposite i'm like hey this is rigged this is rigged i'm like they put me against all the hardest people oh first. yeah and so um, the way that the uh, the field was set up, and this was my uh, one and only game against Oliver in the round robin. Okay, uh, there was two cans in the back center. You started behind him back here, right? And that's mm-hmm. where you had to start your gun and then touch and then turn and shoot. Um, and then right in front of it was a home plate. Right. Okay. So I started over here, showing Oliver that I'm starting on the left side. Right. They called five seconds. I dropped down low behind the home plate, and then I went over here to the right side. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so when they said go, Oliver was shooting at this lane, right here for where I was. Okay, typical I, rookie move. <laughs> rookie move, right? <laughs> rookie, rookie mistake, right? Um, and so me, having switched over to the right can, mm-hmm. uh, I turned my gun instantly this way and shot straight down the field. He was running straight at me, heading right towards the center 50, shooting at the can I had started at over here. So this is within the first five seconds. First five seconds, 
I see his whole body looking the other way. Right. And I shoot five balls. I hit him in the face. <laughs> Dead silence. You know. Oh, I bet. I bet after that. You know, thinking about it. It was dead silent. Oh, dude. I bet, dude. Oh, man. And was, I bet you were just like, ooh. Yeah, it, yeah it, it was it was creepy. It was so strange. Um, and then I went on and played Alex next. Um, and then I shot him in his loader. And then I played Eric. I shot him. And, and anyways, I went undefeated in the finals. Um, so, and then they, uh, in celebration, they took me out to a bar and they got me completely shit-faced and <laughs> As, as Dynasty team members do, um, you wake up the next morning with permanent marker all over your face, <laughs> girl, nice, girl phone numbers across your chest and everything yep. like that, and luckily you made it back to your room. So <laughs> Yeah, I do. Um, well, I bet something for, you know, that was, even though they lost in the tournament, I bet you Alex and Oliver were ecstatic that mm-hmm. to have this kid on the team. Well, you, you know, I, you know, I, that's what I was hoping. You know what I mean? Whether whether they were upset or not, you know, I really can't tell. You know what I mean? But, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm but sure they, Oliver's they, ego got a little <laughs> chip out of it that day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so he he ended up winning six out of seven, and he got second place. Um. So he was right. You know, had it had that that game been the difference, he would have won. So, um. But I yeah, tell you, was, I can tell you right now, he doesn't like second place. And, uh, oh, trust me, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, has he ever brought it back up to you? Uh, no, no. no? Uh, oddly, oddly enough, um, uh, the after the after 2005, um, that's when Oliver made the move over to Iron Man. Was it five? I thought it was at the end of 06 from 7 to 8. Yeah, 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 I'm sorry. Yeah, end of 06 is when he went to Iron. Yeah, you're you're right. You're right. So I only, I only I, technically I, I had. Think. Uh, I'm pretty sure because we played we played you guys at World Cup 2005. Mm-hmm. Right, and then we played you again in. Again in 06. Played you again in 06. That was. With, I think that, he went that, from that, seven that, and eight. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, I think that somebody asked me about if somebody about Oliver's shocker or something like that and yeah, yeah. We, we did the math yeah i think it was yeah end of 06 somebody so will really, correct me i'm sure so, so, so really i only played two seasons with him mm-hmm. um and, and but at the time we only played x ball together so you're talking at practice usually on different squads um and then uh he played seven man with dynasty i played seven man with dynasty dynamics and then the two teams would come together for x ball um so we you know we, we in me being from ohio you know you, you're not out practice every weekend in san diego mm-hmm. you know every you take a, a few week break and then you go out and practice so um it, it's strange as it, him being such an icon in my life um we, we never really had that that brother bond i was hoping for right you know what I mean? that that like oliver's got my back type bond. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean? um so it never it never really turned into that uh, and that's just because the facetime Right, you know, the, the, the FaceTime was far and few between, you know, uh, outside of practices and events. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who was your bond on that team? Like, who did you who did you connect with closest? Um, <laughs> I'd probably say, I'd probably say Yosh, Alex, uh, DC, and Angel, and Todd Martinez. Todd Todd Martinez was probably, uh, no, I'm sorry, Mike Kimmon and Todd Martinez, followed by Yosh and Alex mm-hmm. and Angel, pretty much. Um, BC, yeah, BC's right in there too. But uh, but um, the other guys, they were kind of like on their like on a different level. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? 
Um, and they kind of, you know, it was, I almost felt like I was like, kind of like, eh, you're the new guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? So, um, but, but every, everybody else on the team and, you know, and it's not like there's no bad blood or anything like right, that. Right, right, right. Really, it was really just the, the, the chemistry. You know what I mean? Mm, personalities. Um, yeah. 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 The personalities, you know, you know? um, but, uh, but yeah, it was, a. Uh, definitely fun like i go out there for a few months at a time and you know stay at todd's or stay at mike kimmins and uh you know just being at 18 at the time well when i first got on the team i was 17 and then being 18 you know i got to rely on them to go eat and yeah i know exactly how you, feel. Yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean you know yeah so so but uh but yeah it, it was i uh, wouldn't have done it any differently you know oh yeah i mean you were you were on that team during i what i would say would be like the prime years yeah 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 you guys were winning constantly yeah 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 you know we 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 always went to an event um typically getting you know no worse than third place you Mm -hmm. know what i mean so that was a really cool time for me um um i think on the uh like on the wikipedia i it only shows from like 2005 to like 2006 but really i was on the team till 2007 uh 2008 and then i that yosh asked me to move out to san diego because they wanted me there to to continue to play and me being young and you know not really thinking um i had my family all my friends at home you know Mm -hmm. i i i I just I, i don't know what it was i couldn't do it you know i just I mean, who wants to be that guy that lives, you know, Yosh's exact words were, you know, yeah, it's all right. You can live at our house. You can sleep on our couch. And I'm thinking, I don't have a job. You know, I don't want to, you know, be that guy on the couch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, constantly relying on people. I didn't want to put a burden on them. Um, and at the time, I was starting to go through, um, you know, experimental stage, you know, as far as like, you know, extracurricular activities, you know. That, uh, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> you know what I mean. So, <laughs> um, so there's also that. You know, I think a big part of that kept me in Ohio too, as well. Really. Um, which I which I regret that. that I'd probably say that's probably one of my biggest regrets in my life is is not pursuing that opportunity with Dynasty. Um, you know, if I had I done that part all over, I definitely would have been. Trust me, looking back retrospect, I I would be there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'd still, I'd, I'd still probably be playing. You know, uh, I probably would, still would, because I've been, I've been, you know, watching videos, you know, a couple of videos of you, and uh, like just like where paintball is today. You know what I mean? And where it was a couple, you know, a few years ago and stuff like that. And man, I you know I'm, I'm going through my office at work right now, holding my phone like this, <laughs> and, and going through the office. You know what yeah. I mean? You know just doing my thing like I used to, you know? So, um, but yeah, dude, I mean, oh my God, wouldn't do it any differently besides that whole part. Definitely would have made my, my trip. I got my happy ass out there to San Diego and probably stayed put, probably still be playing to this day. Um, yeah, but wouldn't do anything else differently, you know? Yeah, no, I, I hear you, man. And what, so, right. So it was like, so, uh, so Yosh asked you the question, if you want to move out to San Diego, you, um, sadly, say no right um so where does your career go from there and where does your relationship with paintball go so so i'm kind of weird carl um i'm kind of weird in the sense that 
and I'm sure you can comment on this, you know, you're either in 100% or you're out. That's one type of person. Um, or you're still actively involved with paintball while you're not playing. Um, and those kind of fall into the coaching roles and the people have that extra type of expendable money and time to stay involved. And I never came from money. So I was the first type. If I was not playing, it killed me to even think about paintball because mm -hmm. I wanted to be there so bad. So why torture myself? Right. Right. So I, I had a couple, you know, um, you know, trends where I would just not play like when I had my surgery on my ankle mm -hmm. uh, with my first ankle surgery with my stint with Dynasty um, you know I was very sheltered you know what I mean I didn't because I, I, you know I, hey I'm missing the shit that I love you know what I mean right so I would I would uh, I had a, my own defense mechanism to not feel tortured you know what I mean and not feel like I was missing out you know what I mean so I just kind of separated myself you know from from the sport in general you know outside of people that would talk to you about paintball or people asking for advice or whatever it was I, I would certainly go out on a limb and do those things but uh but for the most part um you know where it ended with you know Yosh asking me to go to San Diego um it kind of off from that from that point um mainly mm -hmm. because i just man you know i want to be i want to be doing the best i can be at the highest level and if i can't have that i don't want anything at all you know what i mean right um, also where you know uh you know age of 20 going on 21 you know you're starting to you know relationships happen and things like that and so i you know I had a you know, very good uh, relationship, and that relationship also pulled me away from paintball. Mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and that's kind of where it went, and it kind of just fizzled, fizzled off, you know what I mean? Uh, where you guys kept on continuing playing and stuff like that, and I kept on seeing your guys' success, and it just made me, you know, I don't even want to think about it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, as shitty and as selfish as that sounds, when, you know, I feel like I probably could have or still could, you know, give a lot to the game, you know, not being on the field. And, uh, and that was always a big dream of mine. But, you know, the, the reality of it is that I just love it too much. I love mm -hmm. it too much to have one foot in and one foot out and right. not be able to be on the field doing what I, what I love. You know what I mean? Um, so that was really kind of the deciding factor for me. And, you know, I would get offers here and there to, you know, go play and do little things. And I, I played one event with Tipman Effect with Drew, uh, with like five or six years ago. And, and that, that has been about, that had been about it. You know what I mean? Um, so just as quickly as I took off, you know, I, in the same breath is when, you know, it, it ended very quickly for me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, I wish I could have stuck with it. I wish I would have, you know, regret point. I wish I would have made that move out to San Diego. I could have been, you know, doing my thing, you know, but unfortunately just the way the cards were dealt for me, um, with some personal issues off the field, um, it just, it, it just didn't work out for me. And, and, and so for that, you know, definitely is very uh, saddening, you know, yeah. uh, how I feel about it, you know? Um, but, yeah. uh, we definitely missed you though, man. It was, <laughs> God, I miss all you guys. I miss all you guys. And, 
And you know, uh, you know, in light of you know hearing the news about him, uh, pull out some heartstrings for me. Um, you know, maybe maybe I, I saw your name and instantly had to reach out to you. You know, let let you know. You know, um, I, I, I loved going up playing paintball with you and Drew and Tim and Fatty and all those guys, Big Man, Eric, all those guys. Uh, you know, uh, I, I feel, and I'm sure you can also comment on this as well. I feel like even to this day, I could probably go to any major city, and if I were to ever get in trouble, I'd probably have somebody's number. <laughs> in my right. phone that I could probably call on you know what I mean and, and mm-hmm. because of paintball we'd still have that connection and I still might be able to, to you know maybe stay someplace or you know get help when I'm in trouble or you know just call on anybody you know hey I'm in Chicago this weekend what should I do what's something mm-hmm. me and my family can do you know and I'm sure I would have some type of person I could reach out to that would be happy to help you know what I mean oh yeah um, and and that recommendation I was going to say something we should lobby for is uh Tim Montresor Sportsmanship Award yeah you know what yeah, I mean definitely I mean I don't know if there has been one yet I don't know if it's just I don't even know if they still do sportsmanship awards. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, gotta, I haven't been I haven't been playing for since 2018, uh-huh. so um, they give something out uh-huh. for like I'm the sure worst move of the tournament or something. Divisional. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. It's not like it used to be, but I, you know, regardless of you know, I, you, you think of the uh, you know the awards they have in sports. You know, mm-hmm. uh, in professional sports like you know televised, right? Uh, you know they have those type of awards, and I don't know. To, um, Gant had said, you know, Tim was such an ambassador for the game, and he truly was. You know, um, he was a friend of mine. He was a coach. I'm just kind of telling, basically repeating what I posted on Facebook. You know, he was a friend. He's a great teammate, great you know, great coach, and, and, and out of everything, that's what I would, it should be. You know, Tim mm-hmm. Montresor, the mentor. <laughs> you know what I mean? He, that's that's you know Tim, the mentor, Montresor. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it's there, and there were so many posts like that. I mean, that's the that's the huge thing is like he had, you know, obviously a special place in your heart, my heart, um, and and the guys locally, you, you know. But then you see the reach that he had. And the kind of personality and, and the kind of uh, just overall person of who he was and the impact that he made on on all scopes of of people itself it's it's insane and you know it, he he did have a giant impact on whoever he whoever he involved in his life which was he was he was a very open guy of just of of learning and teaching and and and, and bringing up and like giving off wisdom because i mean he's always always been one of those guys who's like he'll let you know yeah like yeah. what you're doing wrong that's fucking stupid yeah yeah <laughs> just letting you know like, no, Cody, don't no, do that Cody. <laughs> yeah don't do that he's like, yeah, don't oh, do okay. that all right all right all right tim yeah. fuck you know you yeah, don't yeah. want to let tim down yeah like, that's yeah, what it was exactly. and yeah. uh and but in the same time he's that older brother figure and he has been somebody who who brought back this whole different uh, revival of the game of uh, you know of mechanical, and it's it's just it's insane. And because of this one guy, and it was such a shock, because he's only I think a year, year and a half, 
or something like that older than I am. So it's like, yeah. it's like one of those things where you're like, it really puts things into perspective because, uh, uh, you know, nobody really knows what it is yet. And, you know, I don't want to really super go into detail about it, but it's like yeah. when somebody passes away, who's really close in age to you, mm-hmm. it, it, and, and who's a good, who's a good friend and everything. You have memories with that person. It puts your life into perspective so much, and and how and you realize how much control you don't have. Yeah, and yeah. And, and it puts this kind of world and this thing that you're doing or whatever it is that you want to do. It puts it all in perspective so much, and because he was such a nice guy and this kind of this 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 mogul in the game, I feel of of just who you should be right yeah exactly and you realize well he would i mean i'm nobody compared to him and 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 he goes down it's like it makes this world seem so small and and so emotionless and you're like you're like why like what why and and it's it's i don't know it's it's obviously a big deal um to a lot of people and it's incredibly sad and yeah. I just, dude, Part for the, yeah, it's he was a he was a big impact on for a lot of us, and dude, it's it's tough, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I, I, why, why him? Yeah. At the, you know, at the end of the day, I'm just, why? You know, um, you know, I uh, I'll get a little candid on myself a little bit, you know, um, just to kind of spread awareness. Um, you know, I had a, uh, after the whole, you know, falling out with Dynasty and everything and the extracurricular activities that, you know, you really shouldn't be doing. Um, I, I had a, a little, you know, uh, kind of a, a brush with death myself um, at my own hands. And, uh, and luckily enough, I had a support system that was in my life that, was there for me and you know i i got out of that bad spot in my life and you know now i'm married you know live in our house you know have a, a good job and uh you know so i have a, so much more appreciation for tim and who he was and what he did for the sport and and that reality check that we were just talking about you know mm-hmm. it's I, I could have been gone six years ago in all reality i could have been gone six years ago and no one probably would have, you know, batted an eye just because I've been out of the scene for a while, just outside of my immediate family, you know, and, right. and, and, you know, so that goes to show you the type of legacy that Tim left, you know, and, and um, you know, stick to paintball, <laughs> you know, dr- drugs are bad, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, I lost my father to addiction. So it's like, it's, it's yeah. something that's obviously prevalent and, um, but you just gotta, you gotta occupy your time. Yeah. Occupy yeah. your time in life with with you just yourself. Occupy your time, mm-hmm. and and if you don't do that, then other things will do that for you that you don't yeah. want. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's that's you know surrounding yourself with the right people. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Uh, you're the average of the five people you hang out with the most, right? Um, so you know, um, three. I, I'll start with two. I'm sure I'll come up with three. But, but for any of the, you know, any of the new up and coming players watching this, getting into competitive paintball, traveling and stuff like that, um, for one, if a great team like Dynasty asks you to move 
didn't live with him. You, you do that. <laughs> you move. You, you do that. You don't be dumb. You, you drop what you're doing and, and you do that. Because yeah. the experiences and, and times that you make and the memories that you create and the people like you that you meet um, will never be forgotten. And, and you'll have this awesome story to tell. Um, you'll, you'll experience things that you never will have the chance to um, if you don't take advantage of those opportunities when they're there. Um, and so, too, that brings me to when you are at these paintball events, I urge everybody, everybody, go do what the city has to offer. Because you might not be back there, and you might never go back there again. And you had every opportunity to go see Niagara Falls when there was a tournament in Buffalo. You know, you had every chance to experience Disney World when you're at Worldwide of Sports in Florida. You know what I mean? It, mm -hmm. it, you know what I mean? So just, you know, take advantage of those opportunities. And in my personal opinion, I, that's something I wish. I, I, you know, it, it took me my last tournament with Dynasty in San Diego. I took a tour of San Diego, a paid-for tour of San Diego and, on a trolley. And it was probably one of the coolest things I'd ever done. And I actually got to see, live, and learn about the place I was at. And it was just so cool. So I definitely recommend it for any of you guys out there. Go do what the city has to offer. You know, I, when you're first starting out and you're younger, hanging out in the room's cool, causing chaos and, you know, breaking things and staying up super late. You got to do that. That's part of the learning curve. But when you get old enough to start going out and doing the things that you can do as an adult, 18 plus, definitely you not do not miss those opportunities um that's that's the second probably th that's the second most thing i probably wish i would have done more of having all that opportunity traveling um and then third i'd say just never forget your friends man never forget your your friends and family and um stay humble and never forget how you got to where you got you know what i mean um always look for new opportunities or avenues that can further your career in paintball if that's something you really want to to take on 100 percent, you know mm -hmm. yeah so, probably my biggest free takeaway yeah <laughs> yeah and, and and well said man and i think that's there's something that goes um you know with the experiences that you've had there's obviously evidence behind the statement so Dude, I th and I thank you so much for sitting down and having a little chat with me. Like this was this was awesome. This was good yeah. to kind of sit back and you know yeah. officially hear your story. Wow. And um, you know, I'm so fortunate to be able to have a platform like this that I can have friends on who yeah. might not have, you know, there's some people who might not have known your story and how you got to where you were. They just saw you as this little killer kid on yeah. dynasty and you know they don't really know your story behind it and i'm really glad that i that i was able to i'm glad that you messaged me actually yeah and yeah. uh as i'm as i'm like texting you i'm like i need to talk to this fucking kid like <laughs> i i need it i don't i don't know his full story i want to know his full story well yeah man you know thank you for the opportunity um you know i i was excited when you told me about this uh you know uh I'm definitely gonna tune in and subscribe and whatever I can do to, to, to help the cause because uh, I've, I've, I'd love to hear other people's stories just like myself that you know that I may know or uh, just to just keep a pulse on it you know keep a pulse yeah. on, on the paintball world uh, I think this is great um, I had so much fun reconnecting with you uh, <laughs> you know talking about those old times and uh, you know never forget it and uh, you know if you ever need anything always you know likewise. You know, just, just hit me up. You know what I mean? 
Dude, absolutely. I, I, I appreciate you so much. I'm, uh, actually, you are going to be, uh, I think, podcast number 98. 98. You're, you're going to be 98. I'm, I'm yeah. on my way to 100, but you are it's a it's a big milestone for me yeah um doing the 100 episodes and and i'm so glad that you i'm so glad you were uh you know number 98 right right because it's it's these have been these last few ones have been like super memorable for me and and um you know it's just being able to sit down with people that i really really liked Mm -hmm. and was super interested in and didn't get to really hear the full thing and and Mm -hmm. being able to is is such a great and uh, honest humbling opportunity and i thank you well, well, hey, thanks. Thank you so much, Carl. Um, you know, if you're ever down in the Atlanta area, just let me know. That's where you are. That was my next yeah, question. Yeah, where the fuck are you? Atlanta, dude. ATL. Uh, a town, stay down. <laughs> nice. Nice. I will definitely, if I'm ever down there, I will, uh, I'll, I'll hit you up. But... For sure, man. For sure. Well, I love you, bro. You take it you easy. Too, I love you. See you later, paintball world. <laughs> Have a good one, man. We'll talk you to you soon. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You heard it here first. Uh, later, guys. Uh, later, bud. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much, Cody, for sitting down and uh, and chit-chatting, dude. I had a great time, and uh, I could tell you were getting excited. I mean, there's so many people that get on the podcast, and they get so excited because they talk about something that they love and, and were infatuated with at one point in time. I mean, we both were. I was right there with them. And it's funny how similar our stories were, but... Um, but yeah, dude, I had a great time. I'm so glad I was able to finally hear it from the horse's mouth as far as how you did it, how you came up to the ranks and, and got on Dynasty. And it was it was cool to hear, man, and I appreciate it so much, and uh, good luck in future endeavors. And uh, and yeah, another big shout-out to Melavio. That's melavio.com for all your CBD needs. Uh, there is a promo code, capital T-P-O-P, and you will get 15% off at checkout on your entire order. So if you've been on the fence about trying CBD, make sure you head over to Melavio and they have anything that you're looking for. Um, if you're afraid to try the topical stuff, they have gummies. If you're afraid of that, they have stuff for your dog so you can see how your dog reacts to it. But no, it's good. I promise. I I can vouch for them that is it's amazing stuff not only cbd but their products um so thank you melavio and uh, another big shout out to charm city paintball mr mike mr mike he is just killing it i have so many awesome things that he has made uh that i've seen that i actually have in my possession i have an american flag headband that i will not get rid of that looked like it took 400 years to make but um Dude, this, this, this stuff is awesome, and you can't go wrong. I promise you, uh, if you order something from Mike, he has just the skills of, I don't even, what do they call it? A, a, a seamstress? <laughs> Mike. Uh, but he, it's great, dude. It's You can't get this stuff out of a factory. It's got to be kind of handmade, and uh, he does amazing work. So make sure you hit him up, Charm City Paintball, on Instagram and Facebook. And another big shout-out to uh, the one and only Tim Montrester. Um, rest in peace, man. We we all love you dearly. And, oh, before, uh, there is a GoFundMe happening at the moment. Uh, I actually have the link in my Instagram bio. So make sure you head over there. That's Carl underscore Markowski. 
and uh, and, and you can click the link and figure out where you, and how much you want to donate. Uh, it all goes to a good cause. I believe it's for a statue of Tim uh, for the ICC uh, field itself. But uh, but yeah, we love you, Tim, and I'm sure I will see you again soon, buddy. Uh, love you. And yeah, thank you all for listening. It's greatly appreciated, and you know I'm gonna keep doing this. I'm almost to 100. Uh, I know that we got to get a few more, but, uh, but we're almost there. And, and, and I thank you guys for kind of being there with me along the way. Um, rain and shine. I do appreciate it. Thank you for all the, uh, the patrons on my, uh, Patreon page. I, I really do appreciate it. And thank you for everybody just reaching out in general, but make sure you keep your eyes on the road. Please do not text and drive and listen to podcasts like this one. And we will see you here again soon on the playing on podcast. Peace.